This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 92 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we're in for another treat. We have Dr. Christine Hoke, and she is with Fort Myers Chiropractic Studio, and they've got a lot going on over there. Dr. Hoke, I am thrilled to have you on here to learn more about all the great things you're doing. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about Fort Myers Chiropractic Studio. First and foremost, I'm a chiropractor. So that is my one true love. But um, I've been practicing acupuncture about as long as I've been a chiropractor, perhaps longer, because I was certified acupuncturist before I was chiropractor. Um, We also provide a lot of um, physiotherapy, sports medicine, and those types of therapies to our patients. So um, my practice might be different to another chiropractic office in that when you come in, while the adjustment, I believe, is the most important thing that you'll get when you come, we do offer adjunctive services like electric muscle stimulation or dry needling or therapeutic ultrasound or medical massage, trigger point therapy, lots of different things to help a person heal and overcome whatever challenge they have. Wow. So you really do have a lot going on. Well, you know, not everybody responds to the same thing. If it did, we'd all be doing the same thing. Um, So different strokes for different folks and whatever formula is going to work for that patient is what we're going to employ. And how nice to be able to walk in and know that it's not just one thing. And if that doesn't work, you're out of luck, you know, to be able to go in and, and get to know you. I'm, I, I know because I've, I've spent a little time on your website and YouTube videos. Uh, you're very focused on education and helping your patients or prospective patients really understand the value and how you can help and to start them in one area or to get to know them. They might come in through the whatever the adjustment door, but learn, well, hey, acupuncture can really help me with some other things I have going on, right? Sure. Absolutely. How did you get into the chiropractic slash acupuncturist world? Oh, uh, funny, long story, but I'll make it as short as possible. Uh, We have time. I was a high school kid and, um, you know, you got to name what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I thought I wanted, I wanted to be a doctor. I didn't know what type of doctor. I looked at cardiologist because I was a cardio kid. Um, and I really loved sports. So my guidance counselor suggested physical therapy might be a good fit for me. And I began volunteering at the local hospital in the physical therapy department. And I did like it. So she was right about that. But one day, one of the physicians on staff came down and just lit into the therapists who were working with a particular patient. They wanted him sent home. He wasn't ready to go home. The therapist said he needs to be able to stand on his own, use the washroom on it, all of these things in order to be able to go home. And that's what they were working with him with. And the, you know, caps at hospitals, the doctor wanted him dismissed. And I went back to school the following day and said to my guidance counselor, I do not want to be a physical therapist because I don't want those mean doctors coming down and yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny. And she said, but you really loved what you're doing there. And I said, yeah. She says, I have an idea. She says, I think chiropractic might be an even better fit. As a high school kid, I didn't know anything about chiropractic. Well, my high school principal's daughter was chiropractor. 
So she took me across the hall to the principal's office. And I come from a very small town in Illinois. And the principal said, I'm going to make a phone call. He called my mother at her work. She worked at the local grocery store and said, I'm going to take your daughter out of school for the day. Is that okay with you? And my mom said, sure, just make sure she's home for dinner. Uh, He took me in his car. He drove me to his daughter's office. I spent the whole day shadowing her. It was a great experience. And then he, of course, took me home and got me home for dinner that night. I don't think that could happen in today's day. uh, It happened then. And that was it. I shadowed her for that day. I loved what I saw. I, I wanted to be involved with people in that way. So I took the fast track to chiropractic school. Wow. I know. Very cool. Very cool. So did you start your practice up in Illinois or did you start in Florida? Um, neither, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I graduated in 1993 from um, chiropractic college. Um, now it's called National University of Health Sciences. They renamed it. And I moved to North Carolina and I started practicing there first. Um, but I missed, I was young and I missed home and ended back in Illinois and then started my own practice. Okay. Wow. So, and then just um, just seven years ago, um, my husband and I relocated to here in Florida. And so I started another practice. Yeah, good for you. Wow. I love it. I couldn't be away. I, I needed to get licensed here in Florida. Um, Florida doesn't have a lot of reciprocity with other states with licensing. So I had to take board exams after, you know, 26 years of being out of school. It was a rough deal to take a board exam. Wow. But so I took the board exams. It took a year for me to get my license. Um, but so glad I did. I really missed practicing for that year that I didn't. Wow. Wow. Good for you. I mean, to do all that work. And uh, yeah, I hear you. Twenty. I, I couldn't even imagine going back to school and taking a major test. Uh, oh, it was uh, very, very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so how about, I'm sure there are quite a few myths that you hear, especially with, with all the different practices uh, that you have going on there. What what comes to mind as a, a top myth or two that you can dispel for our listeners? Um, one of the myths is if you start seeing a chiropractor, you have to go forever. That's a complete myth. You're in complete control over your health care. Um, you might turn that around and say, well, once you go to the dentist, you have to go to the dentist for your whole life. Well, I don't know if people want to go to the dentist for their whole life, but they want to ensure that their teeth are healthy and teeth are bones and your spine is bones and your central nervous system lies inside that spinal canal. And if you don't take care of it, it's not as simple as getting like false teeth or even a, um, you know, a post and implant tooth, you can't do that with your spine. If you don't take care of your spine for your lifetime, it's not going to take care of you. So um, it's a myth. You don't have to come forever, but most of our patients, once they reach their goals, whatever their goals might be, it might be to be rid of leg pain or back pain or headaches or um, irritable bowel syndrome. It could be anything. Once they get to that point, they usually make the decision that I'm never going back to where I was. And part of doing that is maintenancing their body and their spine. So it doesn't mean they're coming all the time, but it means that they make, they get checkups here and there to make sure that everything is still functioning well and they don't backslide. Exactly. Yeah. Why would you want to go backwards? So, you know, you, you, you've been in pain for however long, I mean, for some individuals, years and years and years, and you finally find a, a solution, you get relief to, 
just walk away from that and get back, go back to where yeah. you were. We maintenance everything. We maintenance our roofs on our houses. We maintenance our cars. Why are we not maintenancing our yeah. whole body? And my goodness, an adjustment feels so darn good. To me, it's like a massage, you know? It's just I know. Like, I just uh, finished with um, a lady and um, uh, I've been really gentle with her because she's been in a lot of pain. And today I thought, okay, she's going to be able to tolerate a different type of adjustment today. So I gave it and she cried and I said, oh no, I'm sorry. Did this hurt you? And she says, no, it was such relief. She was so happy. She was crying happy tears. Yeah. So she made her way to the front desk and I said to the girls, those are happy tears. Don't be upset. She's feeling yeah. good today. Ah, man, I hear it. It reminds me of moments I've had where, you know, my back was just so jacked up, you know, just messed up and, and you know, some just driving to the chiropractor, just envisioning how great I'm going to feel in a few minutes or a few hours. Truth, you know? truth. Me too. The, when I go, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing when you're, not in the office. What are you doing for fun? What am I doing for fun? Well, I'm not, when I'm not working in my business, uh, you can help be working on my business because I'm the owner. So all of the little behind the scenes things I need to take care of. Um, aside from that, I love to play tennis. I'd never played before I moved to Florida and mm -hmm. uh, picked up a racket and I just love it. Um, of course I love the beach, so I'm there all the time too. Um, you know, I, I don't have that exciting of a life, to tell you the truth. I oh, work on my business. I play some tennis. I go to the beach. I go for walks. I go for a bike ride. That works for me. I visit the farmer's markets here in town. Yeah. Where's your favorite beach? I I still love Fort Myers Beach. The end, when you get closer to Lover Key down at the other end, I like how deep the beach is and how soft the sand is. All right. Well, I'll have to keep an eye out for you because we're we're right on Fort Myers Beach as well. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Don't get there enough, but yeah. <laughs> isn't it funny? We live here, we don't get there enough. Oh <laughs> uh, man! But you know, when we weren't allowed on the beach, it was like, what? I know. Oh, I want to go on the beach. I know. So, yeah. So, how about a uh, hardship doctor? One that comes to mind. Could be personal, could be business that you were able to get through it and look back and go, hey, wasn't fun, but I'm better for it. What comes to mind? Um, probably my first year practicing, as I said, I moved to North Carolina and was there. That was hard. None of my family lived there. I was on my own. Um, new, a new practicing doctor and... I was lonely and I was homesick and ultimately I ended up moving back home, but it was a good experience for me to get out there. Cause I think when you especially come from a small town, you can't wait to leave your small town. And it sort of makes you wake up and go, well, why did I want to leave so bad? It's so great there. I knew everybody and, uh, you know, somewhat related to everybody in a small town. So Probably that was the best thing because when I came back, I did, um, I had two practices when I was in Illinois and one of them was the town I grew up in. And probably that was my favorite practice because I got mm -hmm. to see teacher, people who were my teachers came in and became patients, um, classmates, their parents, their grandparents. You just never knew who was going to walk in the door. I loved mm -hmm. it. 
Yeah. Wow. How about you, uh, guidance counselor or, or the principal? Did you uh, run into them at all? Um, I visited the, uh, the principal's daughter. I visit her and would reach out to her over the years. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, my principal passed away and so did my guidance counselor. Ah. So I'm kind of kept in tabs with them on Facebook for a little while, but Facebook was in its infancy, you know, before they passed. But, you know, all my classmates, I'm still friends with all of my classmates Mm -hmm. from high school. And of course they had her as their guidance counselor too. So (laughs) they all know the story too. What a, what a school you uh, went to. My goodness. Piatone high school class of 88. (laughs) Jeez, I don't, I'm not even sure I even met my guidance counselor when I went to high school. So. Oh, that's too bad. They were gems, Mr. Schrock um, and um, Diane Stacy. They were the best. Wow. Wow. Sounds like it. Man. Well, how about if you were to uh, share one thing about your company, what, what would you uh, like our listeners to know about Fort Myers Chiropractic Studio? Um, I would say, If you're not a relationship person, then I'm probably not the right chiropractor for you. Um, I don't believe in um, medicine by numbers. Hmm. Um, If you come in and I accept you as a patient, you're one of my people. And I'm going to take care of you the way I take care of any member of my family or any friend I have. And I'm going to want to genuinely get to know you. I want to know what you do for a living and how you do that, because that's going to help me help you. For instance, um, one of my last patients of the morning, we've got an, an ergonomics problem with him and his desk situation. And so I'm asking him things like, have your wife take a picture of you sitting at your desk? Because, you know, everybody's working from home right now. Um, I want to know about your stress levels. I want to know what you like to do for fun. Um, so that if I'm giving you, for instance, exercises to do, if I know you love yoga, then I can use yoga as my reference point to help you. If you don't love yoga, then I'm not going to go that direction, or maybe I introduce it to you. Um, but I, I generally want to know people, and if something happens, they don't show up for an appointment. I'm like a parent with a child. I'm worried that something has happened. Yeah. So I'm thinking you were in a car accident. Something terrible's happened until I get a hold of you and I'm reassured that you're okay. Yeah. Um, so we reach out. When we don't hear from someone, we reach out, and, and we want to know how they're doing. During this whole COVID thing, we were calling patients kind of systematically and asking them if they needed anything. And they said, well, what do you mean? We're like, well, are you able to get out? Do you need us to get you some groceries? Do you, are you one of the people out of toilet paper? We're happy to help because we're ready and willing and able and you're part of my community. So if people don't want to get to know me or don't want me to know them, then I'm not the right doctor for them. Yeah. You are the definition of a good neighbor. That's awesome. I love that message. Which yeah. is, I think I told you, I told someone the reason I made the call back about the good neighbors. I love the name of the podcast, Good Neighbor. Right. Yeah. And so that's why I made the call back. Yeah. And truly, I mean, that's, that's how this all started. You know, it, businesses are good neighbors and, and, you know, strong businesses create strong neighborhoods and provide jobs and, you know, the relationship oriented, you know, at the end of the day, because I coach and consult business owners over, over the decades and people don't buy products. They don't buy services. People buy people and they buy them because they trust them That's and true. they get to know them. So, yeah, you know, nobody wants to 
take a number and, and be the next one for whatever it is, right? We want to get to know people and, and uh, they become part of the family, which is what what came to mind as you were talking. And, you know, you truly have a, a family unit going on there that yeah. are your patients. Yeah. 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 And uh, probably that was the thing that I missed most about practicing in Illinois because I knew every, I had a family um, they were, one family lived in one town, the other family lived in the town I practiced in, but they all came to me. And so they would coordinate when they would all be there. And the one brother would show up with coffee and everybody would be sitting in my waiting room, having a good time with coffee. And I'd come out and I'd go, are you ready for your adjustment? And they're like, well, they're still talking, but I'll go. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I kind of, I missed that. I'm, I'm, here I'm seven years here in Fort Myers and it's just starting to feel that way now. I'm yeah. very happy for, so yeah. oh, getting to great. know more people. Well, let's get more people to know you. Where should we send our listeners? Um, you can find me on the web at fortmyerscarostudio.com. Um, that's where my website is a brain dump. I put a lot of information out there. Anything I think someone might want to know, I put it up there. Um, you can always call the office and chat with any one of us at 239-243-8735. Um, we're on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, I've got a Google page, um, a YouTube page. You can, you can visit me before actually visiting me if you want to. <laughs> Boy, like you said, you sure do stay busy outside the office hours. We do. We do. <laughs> People say, what are you doing the other three days of the week? I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like the, you know, the hours we put in that people see us, whether it's a store, in your case, you know, the studio. Um, that's the fun time. And and then it's the other hours in addition to that. It's still fun. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into business and just being the, in your case, the doc. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, it has been a, a pleasure sharing time with you. And uh, I encourage our listeners to get on over there. If you're anywhere near uh, the Fort Myers area, say hi to Dr. Well, actually do more than say hi, become part of that family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.